0: Welcome to the underground, the Steel City underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cheat Sheet Edition of the Steel City Underground Podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I am here to help all of you get some quick news and notes, catch you up to date with some of the stuff we weren't able to cover in our Steelers versus Ravens pregame show that just aired yesterday. A happy New Year, New Year's Eve to everyone out there who may be watching or listening wherever you, you may be. The 10-5 and five Baltimore Ravens now hosting the 7-8 Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football. (laughs) So this game was moved. Make sure you update your calendars, make sure you update all of your information for where you're going to watch this game. If you got some rabbit ears on your Television, You should be able to catch this nationally on the broadcast on NBC's Sunday Night Football, no matter where you may be. Additionally, this is streaming on NBC's service Peacock, as well as NFL Plus, which is usually limited just to mobile devices. So just keep that in mind. Mike Tirico with the play-by-play. Chris Collinsworth with your analysis, if you may call it that. And Melissa Stark with the sideline call, of course. I'll just jump right into this since I started already. 8:20 kickoff, January 1st. M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland. It seats about 71,000 people with a natural grass surface. If you're interested in listening to this game on satellite radio, the Steelers call on Sirius 81, XM 226, and on the internet 826. The Ravens calls are on 85, 225, and 802. And of course, national broadcast covered by westwood one uh that'll be on Sirius uh xmnfl radio that is channel 88 across all of the all of their platforms uh the Steelers call of course bill hillgrove and craig wolfley with uh missy matthews and max starks as your sideline reporters land clark is your referee for this game so there's no uh fancy map or anything to show any of you for this particular game, because you could pretty much watch this one anywhere. Hopefully I always see the people where could I watch this game? Blah, blah, blah. would have been a lot harder had they not, uh, flexed this one out. So again, update your calendars. You get to do some stuff during the day for a change and, uh, for most of you, hopefully you could stay up and watch the full game (laughs) that always, uh, is of a concern, especially when you're sitting here and watching, um, some of these games that are going on, on the, in college football right now, it's like, hey, am I going to be up too late? Uh, I know all of you out there, probably, if you're starting to get in my age bracket or more, there's the jokes that go out that you need to take a nap in order to stay up for the ball to drop for New Year's Eve. So uh, Ryan Ratke and Mike Golick are your Westwood One announcers, by the way, ended up calling, uh, missing that one. Uh, just jumping into the statistics, the Steelers lead the all-time series with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, let's see, 32-25. to 25. Of course, the Ravens won in their last matchup just several weeks ago on December 11th. The Steelers lead when they play at heinz Acrochure Stadium. That is 19-12. The series is tied in Baltimore, 13-all. Uh, that last game last year went to overtime on uh, still January 9th of 2022. Of course, we're going to be into 2023 when this one kicks off Sunday evening. Uh, Steelers lead the all-time playoff series, 3-1. to one and Steelers have actually won four of the last five games. They were on a four-game win streak over the previous two seasons up until that last game that was just played in Pittsburgh at the beginning of December. Uh, Steelers led by head coach Mike Tomlin, 161, 93, and 2 in 16 seasons with the Steelers. John Harbaugh in 15 seasons with the Baltimore Ravens, 147 in 92. Equally successful head coaches. They have lots to say about one another. Mike Tomlin is 16 and 15 all time against the Ravens. Well, John Harbaugh is 14 and 15. So, of course, Mike Tomlin facing the Brian Billick version of those Ravens early on in his career. Uh, both of these teams, got to be kind of interesting now. Kenny Pickett out of the concussion protocol. He will uh, get the start as Lamar Jackson officially, as we kind of surmised and speculated on the pregame show, Lamar Jackson will miss his fourth straight game officially rolled out. And as we take a look at the uh, entire Injury report going across between both teams, starting with the Steelers. Miles Jack is the only uh, player with a real game designation. Larry Ogunjobi was just upgraded. and appears he will play. Does say he is questionable. Trey Norwood officially out, but Trey Norwood more of a bit player, special teams type guy, of course. So we'll see if Miles Jack uh, limited in practice this week with a groin injury will be a go, uh, if not. Just the usual suspects, right? Devin Bush and uh, Robert Spillane will be in their place. Uh, Lamar Jackson, as I had mentioned, officially out. That's the one that really sticks out here. But no one intend to, to mention Marcus Peters, one of the starting corners for the this Baltimore Ravens defense. Also ruled out for this game, Calais Camel is questionable. He was only able to practice in a limited capacity on Friday. Uh, but defensive lineman, a little bit different than playing as a corner. Um, You got a questionable designation on Geno Stone, who is a free safety uh, backup and then reserve Nick Boyle. Although he is more kind of like a blocking tight end. He gets some of his he gets some of his licks in there, even though Isaiah likely has been getting some playing time. Of course, they have Mark Andrews, but Nick Boyle is also questionable. But that is due to illness. So we'll see. If um, more than likely he will be out there if he feels up to it, even with limited practice, he's a veteran player. Uh, otherwise, most of the other names that showed up on this injury report are kind of a moot point to bring up at this time. So you're basically looking at Miles Jack on one side and Trey Norwood being out. Larry be more than likely going to play. And of course, Lamar Jackson missing his fourth game. Marcus Peters is out with Calais Campbell, Geno Stone, and Nick Boyle questionable for the Ravens. The steal on the Steelers' side... Uh, let's see here. This is a thirty-five point zero flat, thirty-five flat points over under. If you're taking a look at the Vegas lines and sports books, especially if you're over in Ohio like I am, the sports books go live uh, January first. They've just been pushing, pushing, pushing everything from Barstool to DraftKings to everything else, right? So the sports books will be live in Ohio officially uh, at the stroke of midnight. If you want to get your money on this game, Ravens are getting uh are a minus two and a half points, so Steelers are getting two and a half on the road. That is um usually uh did i mix that up ravens are minus two and a half anyways they're the favorite at home as they should be and 35 is your over under very 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 low scoring affair expected as the Steelers uh roll into baltimore with kenny pickett as their leader uh on the offense passing for over two thousand yards he is um now has five touchdown passes on the season uh 75.6 Quarterback rating thus far. Five touchdown passes to nine interceptions. Of course, don't have anything. I could probably pull it up though if we want to take a look at uh Tyler Huntley's numbers for the season because Lamar Jackson's the leader, so that kind of throws everything off. But uh 61 to 91 for 67% completed, 528 yards, a touchdown, and two picks so far for Huntley. And his reserve once again will be Anthony Brown, who saw some action. In the previous game between these two teams, uh, third-string quarterback, uh, you know, this type of stuff ends up happening. Uh, Let's see. Leading the teams in receiving, Deontay Johnson on one side, 82 receptions, 809 yards. Mark Andrews uh, with the opponent, 64 receptions, 747 yards, and five touchdowns. Lamar Jackson also led the Ravens in rushing. So you got to go. All the way down the roster to see who else uh may, may be in this. J.K. Dobbins, though, has come on. He's appeared in seven games thus far this season, four hundred and twenty-seven yards. Kenyon Drake, four twenty-two, Gus Edwards, four fifteen. So they're all in the same kind of middle of the pack, but this team really relied on Lamar's feet as part of kind of the gadget to what makes this offense click. And it hasn't clicked so much as of recent, where the Baltimore Ravens are Uh, do the quick math but they have scored 13 27 10 16 3 and 17 points over their last six games that is an average of 13.8 and that's going to be somewhere near the bottom of the league currently whereas if you're going to do this on the Steelers' side of the ball eh, they've been in some low scoring affairs as well but they started the bye week with 20 30 24, 19, and then 14 against Baltimore, 24 against Carolina, and 13 last week, including that last uh, game winning drive against the Las Vegas Raiders. So, in those seven games, they're averaging about 20 and a half points per game uh Pat Kerwin on NFL radio always likes to say you can't have half points so it is what it is. It's basically what uh 23-24 versus 14 points. We'll see how that ends up working out if the if the Steelers could get any offense going as opposed to the last time these teams fought each other. Uh, the uh, Ravens are 5-2 at home this year. The away record however for the Pittsburgh Steelers and even 4 and 4, they were they've actually been worse at home this season only uh 3 and 4 record. They're 8 and Seven uh, record versus the spread, and Baltimore is six, eight, and one. So you can't necessarily take the Vegas numbers at face value. Uh, currently, overall though, offensively, you're looking at uh, for the whole scope of the season, the Steelers are 29th in points scored per game. uh When you're taking before bye week, that's at 17.6, and the Ravens were 21.4. So you can see the differences where both of these teams have changed. The, the script has flipped since the bye week. Points allowed, Baltimore is only uh, allowed 18.1. The Steelers 21.3. That's good for 13th, but Baltimore is third in the league. They're third in takeaway differential to the Steelers. 11th, Baltimore and, uh, Pittsburgh, both kind of lacking in pass, uh, defense and pass offense, uh, pass offense. The Steelers are 24th. The Ravens are 28th. The Steelers are 18th on the ground to the Ravens being second in league, averaging 166 yards per game, uh, against the pass. The Steelers are 23rd and the Ravens are 24th, but against the run, they're ranked sixth and third respectively. Uh, further going down some of the list here, Alex Highsmith is your leader for the Pittsburgh Steelers with 12 sacks. Justin Houston has nine to lead the Baltimore Ravens. Micah Fitzpatrick has five INTs to Marlon Humphreys, four. And the Steelers are plus two in that take and give away. Uh, takeaway giveaway category, but the Ravens, a little bit better, plus eight being able to take away the ball, and they were able to do so with Mitch Trubisky coming in for Kenny Pickett in that last game between the two teams. Chris Boswell and Justin Tucker considered among two of the best uh in the league justin tucker probably considered the best boswell a little rough last week he's been 15 to 22 on field goals this season justin tucker has been far from perfect himself 32 of 38 uh boswell has made all 15 of his point after attempts justin tucker has had twice as many attempts to 30 and has actually missed one this season which is very uncanny of him. Uh, Kenny Pickett completed 26 of 39 attempts for 244 yards, touchdown and interception last week. And he has, uh, only thrown the interceptions that he did last week. He's had none in five of the other past six starts. He leads all rookies. Of course, he's not the only one that's really, really, really been playing. I know Malik Willis almost had that opportunity and had it snatched from him. Desmond Ritter, a couple other guys getting in, uh, Bre- uh Brock Purdy. So, uh, to, he leads, though, all the rookies with 2,041 passing yards this season. He joined Ben Roethlisberger, who had 2,621 in 2004, as the only Steelers rookies ever with 2,000-plus pass yards. Najee Harris had 95 scrimmage yards last week. He looks for his third in a row with at least 85 yards, uh, all-purpose yards on the ground. He will be complemented, of course, by Jalen Warren. Uh, You're looking at Deontay Johnson. Well, I should also say, too, he will be... um, Najee Harris is also the second uh, Pittsburgh player ever Joining Le'Veon Bell with 1,000-plus scrimmage yards in each of their first two seasons in the National Football League. Pretty interesting when you consider they have some Hall of Famers. Of course, Jerome Bettis didn't get to play as a rookie with the Steelers, but just interesting to uh, put that uh, out there. George Pickens ranks third among rookies with 700 receiving yards this season. Deontay Johnson is looking for his sixth game in a row with at least five catches and fifth in a row with 60-plus receiving yards. He has five-plus catches in each of the 16 road games since the 2021 season. Pat Fryermuth led the team with seven catches for 66 receiving yards in week 16. He had a receiving touchdown in the week 14 meeting. He has seven plus catches and 55 plus receiving yards in two of three rear games playing in primetime on Sunday Night Football. Alex Highsmith's looking for his third game in a row with a sack. He's tied for the NFL lead with five forced fumbles in 2022. It's almost criminal that he is not a full-blown pro bowler and just an alternate as you could say the same for grown-ass man Cam Hayward. Season best three tackles for loss, two sacks last week against the Raiders. He's looking for his third in a row with a sack, in, uh, a sack and a half plus. <laughs> so Elias at least 1.5 sacks looking for his third in a row he has a sack in three of his past four games against the baltimore ravens the ravens clinched their postseason berth for the fourth time in the past five seasons and uh they will be led by tyler huntley who had his first touchdown pass of the season last week Gus Edwards led the team with the season-high 99 rush yards last week. He's looking for his fourth in a row with at least 55. J.K. Dobbins rushed for 59 yards last week. He's looking for the same as fourth in a row with 55-plus rushing yards. So they're using a one-two punch when you're taking a look at the um, Baltimore Ravens in their run game. J.K. Dobbins, of course banged up, had that uh, horrific knee injury to start last year and is still trying to come back from that. Tight end Mark Andrews, of course, always a weapon on this team. He had 50-plus receiving yards in two of the past three at home. He's looking for his third in a row on Sunday Night Football with a touchdown catch. He's third amongst tight ends with 747 receiving yards this season. Demarcus Robinson had his second receiving touchdown of the season last week. He had five-plus catches in each of the uh, three of the past four games, five catches for 52 yards when these two teams met in week 14 uh Roquan Smith led the team with 15 tackles and one of those for a loss last week He's looking for his fifth in a row with a tackle for loss and third in a row with 11 plus tackles tackling machine since joining the Baltimore Ravens in that trade with the Chicago bears. He has a sack in each of his two, two career games against the Steelers, Patrick queen, his counterpart had nine tackles and a half sack pass deflected and a fumble recovery last week. He's looking for his eighth game in a row this season with five plus tackles and third in a row with at least a half sack or more Justin Houston has 13 tackles for loss and seven and a half sacks in his past seven games on Sunday night football. And of course, Marlon Humphrey, uh, who could forget you cannot, uh, me- not go mentioning this game without mentioning Marlon Humphrey he had seven tackles and a, th- uh, 13th career forced fumble last week. Very physical player. He's fourth most amongst active DBs with the forced fumble category he aims for a six in a row with six plus tackles. And, um, he shows up on Sunday Night Football, usually gets at least a pass defensed. He's had two of them in at least the last three games on Sunday Night Football. Folks, I think that just about covers all of the bases that I've got for you. Uh, we could always go through some of the more minutiae, as Mike Tomlin would mention. Uh, Baltimore Ravens last week won 17-19 against the Atlanta and, of course, the Steelers won 13-10 against the Raiders. You can't really look at common opponents and say, oh, well, hey, you know, they did this or they did that. It, it's very difficult to do something like that. These two teams, they really play each other uh, tooth and nail. A lot of times it'll come right down to these guys, the kickers, Tucker and Boswell. Should be a little bit better weather over in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. I'm taking a look at that forecast right now, but it's nothing like the frigid temperatures that were in uh pittsburgh and swept a lot of the midwest and uh east coast last week uh taking a look at the forecast um let's see here looking at about uh 59 with a low of 44 maybe a 10 percent chance of rain throughout the day so playing surface should be good guys are all going to be in short sleeves I mean, it's going to be uh, pretty toasty. I wish I would have been able to do that instead of having my beer slush that I got to drink as it froze at the 9-degree weather kicking off on Christmas Eve night. But, hey, um, you don't get to pick them. One One last thing that we will throw up on here for everyone to see. This is the scenarios or scenarios for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have to win each of their last two games in this season, so this is a huge one for them. Of course, the Ravens would love nothing more than to sweep them this year and officially knock them out of the postseason race. It is a a tight chance here because if the Dolphins do – defeat the New England Patriots before this game even kicks off for Sunday night football. It's all said and done. So you got to be Patriots and Seahawks fans uh, this weekend. Got to hope that the Seahawks beat the Jets and the Patriots beat the Dolphins the following week. Of course, then you got to do the inverse and cheer for the root for the Jets because the Dolphins need to lose both of these games. And then the bills must beat the Patriots for the Steelers to slide into the post season. Uh, of course, anything could have gone differently, including this game against the Ravens, the first one that they had a few weeks ago, and maybe this would have made life a little bit easier for Pittsburgh, but I digress. Nothing you could do about it now. Uh, all you could do is do what, um, Steelers could just handle their own business and do what they need to do to stay in control of their own destiny. We had said many times before in the, um, uh, uh, off season. Tongue-tied here. Wanted to say preseason, not necessarily offseason, but we said 10 wins might have been enough to win this division. You're looking at Cincinnati at 11-4, Baltimore's 10-5. 10 wins would have been enough to make the postseason. Steelers at best could finish with nine wins and maybe still make it. We said that was maybe a possibility, but 10 would have secured it for sure. Lo and behold, here you are, and they're going to maybe come up a day, uh, day short, um, uh, a, do- a day late and a dollar short is the way it goes. I can't talk. That's my sign to just say, thank you for watching, listening, wherever you may be. Thank you for supporting steel city underground. Happy new year. Don't forget to like comment, subscribe, wherever you are. We encourage everyone out there. Seriously. You can get an Uber. You can get a Lyft. Might be a little pricey, but it's a lot pricier than the alternative. If you're out there partying for your new years, we encourage everyone out there to be safe, be safe, be good. And we'll catch you later.